Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Sandra. Yo, how's it going, Zach? Yeah, yeah, good, good. I, I have something to d- uh, tell you. So uh, now, now, stop me if this sounds familiar. All right. All right. All right. So there's a there's a, a bunch of young people going going on tour. Oh, right. They're going to like a summer camp. Yeah, uh, they're going overseas. Actually, they're going overseas. Okay, they're okay. going to a different place. But a global pandemic just starts up oh, just as they're going. No. So um, they have to bunker down and uh, social distance. Stay away oh. from everybody. Stay indoors. Mm-hmm. The only people outside are wearing masks. Right. If you're not wearing masks out there, you you probably you probably still infected. You probably get get infected. What type of infection is this? Like a lung disease? Um. Yeah. Something that infects your internal organs. Uh, right. Causes, yeah, okay. causes you to have breathing problems and other mm-hmm. things. So, are you pitching me a movie right now, or just a concept? Just a just a general idea, maybe for the future. Because, like, the one thing I would say is that sounds great, but we need a love triangle. Okay. Yeah. Just work that in somehow. I, I was just talking about last year, actually. I wasn't actually oh. talking about it. <laughs> What were you talking about? <laughs> I thought you were talking about the movie Alien Predator. This week on Aldi But A Goodie. Hello, welcome to Aldi But A Goodie. What's up? The show where we make jokes about a global pandemic. Haha. <laughs> yep. Because this one had a pandemic featuring in it. This is a pandemic movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also an oddball comedy. Yes. And a very horrifying horror. <laughs> yeah. It's everything. I liked, I liked the bit where... Uh, the bad guys wore masks, so the people with masks yeah. on the outside. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, welcome to Oldie Pretty Goodie. It's the show where we watch movies from 1987 in the order they came out in. First week of Feb, this film came out. First week of Feb in 87. My name is Sandro, as mentioned. Your name is Zach. Well, that's true. Uh, this week it's Alien Predator, also known as Alien Predators, also known as The Falling, also known as Mutant 2. Why does it have all those names? Um, Is it just different countries? I've got the list, yeah, I've oh, got okay. the list. So the original title was Alien Predator. Yeah. For the VHS copy and the TV version in Italy and America, they, I think, must have misprinted the name because it's called Alien Predators Mm. on the VHS copy and TV versions over there. In Norway and on the DVD version in America, it's called The Falling. In the UK, it's called Mutant 2. I've got no idea what Mutant 1 is. Yeah. I don't know why they called it that. Many different names. But anyway, first impressions. You're you're gonna be you're gonna be a little little shocked here, my friend. But I kind of like this movie. <laughs> I am not shocked. Yeah. All throughout this movie, I went. This reminds me of Children of the. Co- oh, Zach's gonna like it. <laughs> I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna like it a lot. You know what? I liked more than half of this movie as well. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a passing grade right there. Above fifty percent. Just saying. It's bad, but it's not like... It's not awful. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, I think I mentioned to you that I thought I'd seen parts of this film online. And I think I have. I think I've seen some of the special effects. Yeah. Like, at the very end, where the guy's chest bursts open. That was... Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, but then it, like, comes out of his skull. Yeah, like, Instead, yeah, it, like, yeah. shoots up. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some amazing effects in this. And I was surprised. First off... I thought this was going to be a weird Italian film for some reason. It's actually Spanish, but yes, yes. It's Spanish, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does kind of set itself up as one of those. But um, it wasn't. It was a very, like, run-of-the-mill, like, alien horror sort of thing. But yeah. I think they also must have reused set, a set, the base. Oh, 100% that's reused from something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I think it's reused from, like, a, a popular film. Maybe. Because I think I've seen scenes from that other movie (laughs) and i went wait is that from this movie wow and it wasn't do you mean 
the red room where you climb down into the cryo chamber, yes. that area, yeah, and okay. the elevator thing, and the yep. elevator, yeah, that all looked very familiar. Yes, so I think that was a reused set, which is why you don't see it very much because they dim the lights and other things so that you don't recognize it from said other film. This is such an odd movie because yep. the horror. And the physical stuff is incredible. There's one it's really good. very good jump scare halfway through this mm. movie that actually got me. Then there's also the characters who are so dumb and they're constantly making bad jokes that it's so entertaining. And then there's entire sequences where they're yeah. getting chased by, like, zombie cars and it's like, what is going on? What? Yeah, no, horror cars, yes. What do they, what do they call it? Horror villain van. Horror villain vans. That's good as well. The villain van. Ooh. As I referred to it. They're scary, man. Mm. Yeah, look at those cars that are coming for you. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stupid movie, but um, I'm glad we both enjoyed it. Mm. So, what were the other options that came out this week in 87? Oh, right, yes. So, your other options were Black Widow, which unfortunately still didn't come out till even now, so you can't watch that movie yet. It's coming out in May, but probably October. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, you couldn't watch that one because no. it hasn't existed yet. Uh, we got Dead of Winter, a thriller about a blackmail plot. Mm-hmm. Could be cool. Yep. Uh, the Four Adventures of Renetti and Mirabel. Mirabel? It's, it's a French movie. It is a big hit at, like, a uh, hipster festival. I've heard good things. I am a hipster. I will watch yes. it. Yes. Didn't this leak? Didn't have time. Had to watch NeverEnding Story 2 for the bonus episode we did. Patreon.com forward slash Hollywood Speaking of, we've recorded that. and it, Is it going to be out by now? It's out by now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go check that one out if you if you want to. It's very good. And by that, I mean... I mean... <laughs> I mean the episode's very good. The movie... Could go either way, but it's it's pretty much 40 minutes of me ranting and 8 minutes of Sandro getting a word in. <laughs> it was pretty... I enjoyed it. It was a fun episode. Um, yeah, check yeah. that out if you want on Patreon. I was not... Let's, let's, uh, let's just say, I was not entirely pleased with the way the direction... <laughs> and, the I, and I thought it was as good, yep. if not better... Than the first one. Which didn't help the situation, <laughs> but let's keep going. Your other options was uh, From the Hip, mm. which is a courtroom comedy. Yawn. <laughs> Funniest things in America, the court system. <laughs> the Light oh. of Day, a musical starring Michael J. Fox. And a lot of family drama. I love Michael J. Fox. Stage Fight, an Italian slasher set in a theatre. That's probably why you thought this film was going to be Italian. Yes, maybe I got that confused or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. I think I, I was thinking of Stage Fright. Stage Fright looks good. I looked it up, and it's this guy in this, like, giant theatre owl mask going around a theatre killing teens. <laughs> it looks yeah, great. It looks pretty good. Maybe it'll be an option for a bonus episode. We'll see. But anyway, uh, Alien Predator... Um, if you look it up, it says this movie came out in 1986. That's because it got a Australian video release and I think a British video release in like November of 86. But we always go by the American cinema release mm. date, which was the 6th of February. It, it, it came out then, but it was actually filmed in 1984. And guess what? They went over schedule and over budget by heaps. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. The effects were pretty good. It is written, produced, and directed by Darren Sarafian, who has done episodes of Buffy, done episodes of House, episodes of Lost, episodes of the new Swamp Thing TV show, and a Van Damme movie called Death Warrant. Oh, I was about to say, so far you've only named TV shows. It mainly only does TV shows now. <laughs> uh, that makes a lot of sense. This is the first thing he ever did. Ah, well, there you go. The cast is fascinating. So uh, there's two guys. One of them's annoying. One of them's less annoying. Yep. The annoying guy is called Damon. He's played by Dennis Christopher. He is Eddie in the original It TV movie. He's in Django Unchained. Mm. He's in a massive Tarantino film. He's in Chariots of Fire. Yeah, I think I've seen him. Mm. I think I, I remembered him from Chariots of Fire, actually. Yeah, probably. I didn't know what character he was, what he did, or anything. Just his, like, face. You know what I mean? He looks a little bit like um, a mix between Kevin Bacon and Loki. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's got that Kevin Bacon look about him, which makes him like one of those faces where it's like, 
have I seen you before yeah. in something? Maybe it's just Kevin Bacon. Maybe mm. I'm just remembering him. Maybe you are. And then the slightly less annoying guy, Michael, is played by Martin Hewitt, who, it's actually kind of sad, he signed on to be a, an actor with Universal. He made some massive movies. People were like, you're great. And then he just dropped off the radar. He made this and then wow. dropped off. Really? And um, and everyone's like, he was good. Where did he go? He just he just stopped. Yeah, it's a shame because I th- I think he's really good in this. Yeah, it was it was good. I liked I liked when he went all pro Hollywood driver on on that comedy game. Yeah, he's he's the best driver in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, apparently. He only stated that like a million times <laughs> once that was relevant. Oh, he's funny. That is funny because he does insist to drive early on. So. They thought about it beforehand, which is good. We have got a token female character in this movie called Samantha, oh, played by God. Lynn Holly Johnson. She's in a Bond movie, For Your Eyes Only. Uh, she's also a figure skater. That makes sense. She's a good figure skater. I looked up some stuff. She's good. She's really good. And I think she's a good actress. <laughs> it's just the role sucks. Yeah, yeah. No, the role's very stereotypical, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, the first scene she's in, she pops down, uh, kisses the boys, and then goes to the kitchen to make some food. (laughs) Yeah, that's the first thing she does. They literally said, oh, we brought her along on this trip so she could do our laundry. (laughs) Yep. That's a line. Wah, wah. Yikes. Uh, Finally, Louis Prentice is Dr. Tracer. He is one of those Spanish actors who's been working for decades. I, I I liked Tracer. You know, sacrificing health and damage for mobility, it, it's a good its a good combination. <laughs> I don't know how we thought anything good could happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, recep- the reception, uh, no critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, but audiences gave it 19%, has 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb, so pretty low ratings all around, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, small thing. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad, though. I, I, I was surprised at how low. I thought maybe 30%. Yeah. We don't know how much it cost. It seems low budget. It seems really low budget, but also there's some great effects, so I'm not sure. There's some really good uh, practical effects, like makeup effects. Yeah. Those were the best bit about this movie. Um, the rest of the movie was pretty eh. There was some explosions, and, like, there was a lot of set building. Yeah. So maybe it was expensive after all. They had to clear out, like, a Spanish street, probably, for a couple scenes. So maybe... Well, they did say it went over budget. So it might be, like, yeah. slightly over a million. Yeah, I think this went over a million. Um, I think this one, like, yeah, was meant to be cheaper, but they went way over budget because, like, they had... All these scenes and grand ideas and stuff. Yeah. And of course, the makeup was crazy. So good. The, the makeup was near, like, Hollywood A-level mm. on the things that they did. It's excellent. Yeah. Did they murder a cow? Yes. This movie? That's, yep. They kill a cow. Oh. Oh, wait. No, no, no. A cow dies in the context of the... I don't think they actually killed a cow. <laughs> that's what I was... That's what I said. That's what I meant. Because I was going to bring up that one category we had. Did, did they murder animals for this movie? Did they murder a cow for this movie? They definitely put <laughs> some makeup on a cow. Oh, yeah. They did that. But, like, they got this fake cow corpse and they actually put some real guts on it. Yeah, I don't think that would have been an actual dead cow that they kept on the side of the road while filming. No, but I think they got some actual, like, guts yeah. from somewhere. Which puts it in that category. Well, it's definitely, like, a dead animal in the movie. Yes. Did they abuse it? Eh, probably not. Know. Nah. The, the, the carcass definitely looked very fake. Yeah. But the guts didn't. Although they did pull a dog into the carcass. <laughs> yeah. They did forcibly pull a dog into a dead cow. Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. There was space in there. There was like a hole under there that they were dragging it. What do you think it made? <sighs> Two and a half mil. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, sure. $2,554. Oh! Oh! Did this get released anywhere? I mean, a very small run in America, and then probably just straight to VHS. Ooh! Ooh! Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, yeah, makes sense, but 
That's sad. That is very sad. Unfortunate. All right, tagline time. There's four taglines, according to IMDb. Ooh. You got to pick your favorite. Yeah, yeah. All right, there should be some good ones here. Man's deadliest threat has arrived from the skies. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty basic, pretty basic sort of tagline, like alien movie sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a confrontation with the terrifying, the bizarre, and the unknown. Not great. Are they, are they fighting like three cowboys? Is, is this a cowboy movie? <laughs> pretty bad, that one. Yep, that's pretty bad. When NASA's Skylab fell to Earth, the threat was over. Five years later, and the horror is just beginning. Oh, oh. That one's bad. Oh, that one sucks. What? Was it five years later? Yeah, that's a five-year time jump, like, at the very start. Really? I'd miss that completely. (laughs) Alright, the final one is... An embryo of new terror. There's no place to hide. (laughs) These are terrible (laughs) taglines. Terrible. These taglines suck. What was the second one? Uh, Confrontation with the Terrifying, Bizarre and Unknown. (laughs) Yeah, that one. I like that one the most. Okay, let's jump into Alien Predator. It opens with, like, with some text on screen, right? It's like, there was a space station, they did experiments on it, but then it fell back down to Earth. So, so, you know, the satellite was launched, uh, but then the satellite is dead. Mm -hmm. It's crashed. It's dead. We just see the wreckage of this crash. Yeah. Which, honestly, they... Probably should have saved budget and not did, because it's, like, two seconds. It's not really important. I hope, yeah, I hope they, like, that was reused, because it was literally just a crash. We just see the satellite crash, and we never see it again. So after that, we cut to five years later, and that's when we see the Mm. cow. Yeah. This poor cow that's bleeding from its eyes, and it flies all over the face. I wrote down... Cow! Explanation mark. Because I believe the music was very dramatic at the revealing of this cow. Yeah, they played some Mozart. Good trick. Just play classic music. It's non-copyright. Most people are okay with it. Yeah. It's Um, it's good music for a reason. Yeah. Uh, Cow's cow's very grumpy. Cow's upset. Does a lot of groaning. It's like, I'm a cow. I'm going to die now. His face starts bleeding. Yeah. And then it dies. And then something's like... I'm inside the cow, I went out. I'm eating a st- cow stomach. My name is Anthony, I'm from another movie, let me out. We don't see the alien until the very end, but it's a cool design. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. That's, uh, that's, that's the classic, waiting till the end yeah. to, to show your full hand. I'm going to ruin it and put it as the album artwork for this episode. Just put the alien right front and centre. Yeah, but like, who's going to watch this movie? <laughs> yeah, after we talk about it, no one. Oh, I, I would watch it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. I like this cow and its grumpiness and then dying. It dies, yeah. It dies on the side of the road. Yep. We cut to the lads. You know what I didn't like, though? <laughs> the lads. So we got one guy one guy listening to Mozart, yep. jamming to Mozart. That is yep. the annoying guy. Yes. Damon? Damon. Damon, yep. Um, and then the other guy who's driving, who's falling asleep at the wheel. Mm, the best driver in Hollywood. Doesn't realise when he should take a break and let someone else drive. And then there's Samantha, who gets tricked into kissing Damon... Right from the get-go. Wow. Of the movie. What a funny, funny guy. I love the line, though. They introduce her, and I think I think it's Day... No, no, it's her, actually. She says it. She says the line, I just feel like one of the guys, you know? I'm just one of the boys. I'm one of the boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's great. That's very dumb. She's a bad cook. That's important. Yep. God, I hate that plot line. It's always female characters as well that yeah. are like, Really enthusiastic to be cooks, but a terrible at terrible. it. It's that's such a bad trope. I hate that trope so much. I can't remember any guy characters as well. It's all girls because, of course, g- 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 uh, I don't even want to say it. Um, <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah, it was a re- it was a real different time. Yeah, are the characters so bad they're good though? Because I started to laugh a lot at how terrible they were. Oh yeah, but there's definitely moments where I'm like, you guys are just sexually harassing them, Samantha. Maybe stop. <laughs> yes, this goes on forever. You mean Damien? Yeah, Damien is awful. So this is the part of the movie where I was like, oh, this is like a real movie. This isn't like a weird <laughs> knockoff, like. 
what do you mean by real movie? <laughs> because like does that then mean that the hong kong film we did isn't a real movie and the kindred isn't a real movie or do you mean no, no, they're no, on those that were, those, like it's like a ho- it's a hollywood movie oh right yeah. yeah 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 this is like a very hollywood movie it even references it. it's not like a transmorphers that's a complete like rip off it's of, not a, yeah, yeah no it's not a, it's not an sorry it's not like an indie movie indie movies aren't real movies oh just <laughs> yes they're 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 <laughs> Bad. Wow. All of them. Every single one of them. Oof. They don't count as real movies, and they suck. All of them. Wow. I mean, you did give Stranger Than Paradise an oldie, so look. Well, it just... It, it, it looked old. It was black and white. That's just old. Why, why didn't you use colours? <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud at this moment. It's a quote that I have. <laughs> I have the same quote. I think it's Damon, right? And he's like, oh, she's such a... Yes, it's Damon. She's such a bad cook, but the thing is, I'm so hungry, I could eat a straight cut to the dead cow. <laughs> it cuts off. I've got that. I've got, I'm so hungry, I could eat a... As the music just plays the big score and it cuts to the dead cow on the side of the road. It's great. That was very funny. I actively laughed out loud at that. That was very great. I was not expecting that at all. No, that was very funny. And then we see two dogs are eating the cow. Oh man, I wrote down not the doggo. Yeah, because you know that the dogs are going to die. And one of them does, yeah. It gets dragged inside of the uh, yeah. the stomach of the ca- of the cow. This needs to go on the list of movies where the dog dies. And the sound effects are gross. Yeah, yeah, no, it is very bad. It's all fleshy. Ew. Yeah, the, 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 the alien sounds when they're in, inside something, they're all like squelch, squelch, squelch. Squelchy. It's very, oh, goodness. Unpleasant. I think I've got an alien in my stomach. Speaking of unpleasant. Got a bit of a hiccups. That's good for recording. Yeah, it's good stuff. M- must be infected myself. If you see my nosebleed start... Oh, right. Yeah. Make sure to record it all, because it'll make a great episode of me going... Yeah, I'll screen grab it and yeah. put it up there. It's just not the first time you've you've died on the podcast, right? Because you're technically Canada, Zach. Yes. Oh, yes, that's me. <laughs> Canada, Zach. I just put on an Australian accent. Wait, why are you Irish, Canada, Zach? Well, that's like the the between between Canadian and Australian is a sort of weird, <laughs> uh, uh, weird Irish. I'm not going to question you and move on with the synopsis. Anyway, so I'm so hungry I could eat a dingo right now, but uh, then they uh, they spot the dingo and they're like, "Oh, blimey!" Better, better dodge out of the way of this blighter. Yeah, the the van almost, like, hits one of them and they swerve off. And they're whispering. They're like, oh, we almost hit a dingo. Oh, it's just so dingoes out in, out in Spain. And then Damon says the very smart line, why are we whispering? Yeah, I don't know why they're whispering. I just wrote down squelch, squelch, because they're, like, squelching their way up to it. Yeah, yeah, so they get out of the van, they squelch over to it. They both jump scare each other, which was very dumb. Which was dumb. What? Who is? Who is the other guy that's not Damien? What's his name? Michael. 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 He's, he's the best driver in Hollywood. Yeah, but he's the worst torch holder in the history of all mankind. He drops yeah. his torch here. He drops it later. I think he drops it a three times during this movie. There is a moment as well when I think it was when he goes into the base. He's trying to hold his torch up to something, but it's constantly shaking. Yeah, he's just garbage at holding torches. Yeah. Just get a grip, idiot. Just hold the goddamn torch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can drive a car, you can hold a torch. That's a fact. It's weird. But then he's covered in blood. That's a thing. Because they're like, eh, the dog's fine. It looks great. And then he steps into the light and she's like, ah, you're covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, it was just a dog. It was really ugly. It was an ugly dog. <laughs> Which is very funny because they didn't see that there was an alien there and that they're going to die later. When they're driving to the caravan park as well, he recaps the entire movie up to this point just in case you're late to coming into the cinema. Oh, I love this. No, but he does it as a voiceover. He does it as like a... Yeah. He's framing it like it's a horror movie and that this is their narration, which is great, by the way, because he does a fantastic narrator voice. Meanwhile, Damien's doing the... 
And they do like the in the twilight zone. Yeah. Which is very good. That was funny. Yeah, what was it? It was, was like very good. three European tourists on a vacation. Yes. <laughs> are in are are almost attacked by a crazy vicious wolf. When they find when they walk out they find a pool of blood. Yeah, it's all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They arrive in town just as their locomotive vehicle starts to break down, and yeah. now they are trapped. That's right, the RV isn't working, they need a spare piece or something. Yeah, they. Uh, the guy can repair the vehicle, but he has to, um... I have to stop these hiccups, this is killing me. <laughs> they have water? <laughs> no, no, I, I drank all the water on the never-ending story too, check it out on our Patreon. <laughs> so now I'm stuck with my hiccups. Oh, well. Um... So, uh, they're trapped here. He can repair it, but he needs parts. He needs parts, that's right. Yep. Well, luckily for him, another family of tourists are at the caravan park, and they walk up and introduce themselves in the morning, and it's, it's very funny, because they don't speak good English. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, it's bad. But, the, the, they, the, you know, they, they, they're nice about it. They're like, oh, what a cute, cute family, you know? Mm. What a cute little... Little girl. I hope they yeah. don't die horrible deaths because of an alien virus. <sighs> and lead into the best jump scare of the movie. Oh, right. You mean near the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but after this, uh, the crew head off to a <laughs> cafe. And, oh, I love this. Oh, so... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The sequence of events <laughs> that happens around this cafe are wild and... Make no sense. <laughs> we, we will probably spend a little while on this cafe sequence, just in general. First of all, we see a chicken getting beheaded. Yep. Uh, which is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as uh, I think we both stated before, um, we need more chicken deaths in, in modern media. So I think, uh, I think we can both agree yeah. uh, that this is definitely a great scene. Why has there been so much animal murder? We saw a dog getting killed in Kindred. We had the goat. And the horse in uh, and camels yeah. in Mirage. Yeah, uh, there was the lion last week, and in this movie, cow, dog, chicken, like eighty-seven, obsessed with animal death. Uh, I don't think it's obsessed. I just think people didn't really mind. Uh, I guess not. Um, there, was, there was no one. Um, there was no Peter to be like, "Hey, yeah, that's kind of fucked up." <laughs> Yeah. People weren't so sensitive back in uh, the day. Here we go. Your, your special snowflakes. Snowflake. My goodness. Back in my day, we would we would chop off a chicken's head, go murder a lion, body slam a horse, and then Whoa. run around it with a dead goat. <laughs> That's just what we did back in the day. Not like you special snowflakes. <laughs> Anyway, the cafe. The cafe is when we are introduced to Dr. Tracer because he's having a meeting with this with this captain dude. <laughs> what a character. He's great. He's great. He's not in the movie much, but he he's the actor is so serious and good on him mm. for taking this movie very seriously because it adds a lot to it. It's very funny. What are the events that lead to Damon having a gunfight in the street? So, so uh, Tracer and the commando dude, whatever, yeah. they leave to go to the, the base. Yes. The um, scientific research centre. As they do, they exit the restaurant in whatever place it is and bump into the main characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually bump into, um, is her name Sarah? Sam? Sam? Samantha. Sam. Yeah, Samantha. Yeah. Sam? Spam? Spam? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only bloody good thing she can cook. <laughs> ah, good, good old hey. kid of Spam. Delicious. So they bump into her, and uh, Trace is like, oh, so sorry, here's your handbag. And she's like, oh, that's all right. And then Dad's like, nah, you shouldn't be apologetic. We should just shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> and he he does finger guns at the back of their vehicle as they're driving away, and then pretends to shoot them, and then has a, a whole scene of him uh, pretending to act out like a James Bond scene yeah, or something. I guess apparently he does this all the time, according to Michael. Yep, great, love it. That was a fun moment. Anyway, they go into the cafe and they order something, and the waitress is this creepy like almost possessed character 
and they're like, ooh, that's a weird waitress. She, she's mm. very spooky. Whenever we cut to her face, a jump scare noise plays. Oh, yeah. What? 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 What is with what is with the giant? She looks like a clown. She does look like a clown. She has like clown hair. She's just got like red, vibrant hair that's just huge, and she's obviously infected, as we see later on. Yeah. So the whole the reason the whole town are acting weird is because they're all infected by this alien parasite, basically. So then after that, we cut to uh, the commando and the doctor. They're in a hotel. They are examining this gruesome corpse. This corpse that's got, like, a massive growth on its neck. And the doctor's like, I'm going to cut it open. So he cuts it open. It's real gross. It looks disgusting. This massive growth. He cuts it open. And something in it shoots out. And it hits the commander. And he's like, oh, I've been hit. But something. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked the special effects. And this is where the special effects, because we see the corpse and its tumor and the. When he, he he's like examining it, when he touches it, it moves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that was awful. And there's obviously something inside it. We kind of see like the, the head of something as well. It's gross. Yeah, I love the, the commandos quotes. Oh, I didn't write it down. I should have. Where he's like. So, what's your explanation, Doctor, for this guy looking like he swallowed a soccer ball? (laughs) Or something like that. That is a quote. That's a great line. So they go to the NASA Spanish Research Center, um, wearing spacesuits. They go into this, like, red containment set that you mentioned earlier, where they've got to climb down into this room full of dry ice. Mm. And what is it? They explain what the alien is, right? Yeah, they discuss, they go through it. Um, It's a sort of parasite thing that infects you and then sits in your stomach and then it goes, um, num, 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 num. You're not wrong. Uh, And then it bursts out. And so they they sent some scientists up to space to fix it up. Yep. Do some experiments on it. Presumably they all got infected, died, and crash-landed. Exactly. And so the government was like, well, they burned up on re-entry. Job's done. And uh, is it the commando? He's like, oh, no. Oh, I can feel it growing inside of me now. And the, you know, the doctor guy's like, uh-oh, I've, uh, I've done goofed. Because the commando guy pulls out a gun. Mm. And it's like, ayo, I'm gonna, gonna shoot you now. Because cause if it weren't for the doctor, like, cutting open the tumour yes. to look at it, he wouldn't have been sprayed and stuff. So it's completely the doctor's fault. Which, to be fair, why would the doctor do that? Not in, like, a contained area? I, yeah. It's a, it was a bad move for the doctor. So, yeah, the commando's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot myself. So he does that, and he dies. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna live long enough to see myself go crazy. Mm. And he shoots himself. Shoots himself. He was the best character in this film, for sure. <laughs> he was a very sensible character, the Commando. I like him a lot. I don't know about sensible, but definitely a character. This is where we see the first, what did you call them? I called them zombie cars. Uh, I called them the villain vans. <laughs> villain vans, that's right. Yeah, so Sam and the, the boys fight um, because uh, Damien asked for a blowjob. <laughs> Yep. And so she she storms out. She's angry. Yeah. Um, but then she gets into town and Tracer tries to stop her. Because mm. he's like, hey, everyone's infected. You need to get out of here. And she's like, eh, I don't want to mess with you, old man. Stop trying to perv on me, you dumbo. And then she runs into a grocery store where she is attacked by this guy in a mask. Yes. Uh, who's clearly been infected and tries to kill her. But then... She runs outside and then nearly gets run over by a villain van. By a villain van. And uh, the music's very dramatic as it's like a, a, a horror villain van. We don't even see, get to see who drives these no. vehicles. I, th- I think we see the waitress driving one once. But yeah, it crushes the creepy guy and then goes after her. And there's like that fake out where she's like, I lost the van. The van's not following me anymore. I lost it. And then she like walks mm. around a corner and the van's slowly coming up behind her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very funny. Yeah, it was it was very dumb and very funny because they try and make a van scary with <laughs> horror music and other things. It's very it's 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 almost um uh what's that comedy movie series? Oh, 
scary movie yeah scary movie yeah. scary movie yeah, yeah it's very scary movie it is like it's not meant to be but it's it's so close to parodying itself it's like the 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 van is chasing her but then gets stuck and she turns around and it's vanished and then it's like peeking around a corner like what <laughs> it's great no sense. it's very funny yeah like this movie is ridiculous but it just makes it really fun, and and I'm glad you also liked that part. So what she does is then she runs off to the dune buggy that they brought along with her. Why did they bring this random dune buggy? <laughs> I don't know. Why is it so stylized? I guess it's good. He's a racer. Anyway, it's a. Th- I like the, I like the dune buggy. I wish I had a dune buggy like that. One. Yeah, definitely. It looks really cool. But yeah, she jumps in the dune buggy, and in the back seat is the doctor, and the uh, and Doctor Trace is like got to do what I want, I've got a gun, I've kidnapped you, we got to go to the base to do stuff. It's good. He takes her to the radio station where he tries to contact the, the like, US or whatever it is, the, the you know, yeah. people in charge. He's like, there's a deadly thing happening here. All that does is cause them to napalm bomb <laughs> the town later on. Yeah, which makes sense. So we cut back to the boys. There is a love triangle going on. Michael uh, really really likes Samantha. But Damon does also. But Damon's just a player. He's just like, I'm just going to... He's just in for the poontang. He's in it for a blowjob. And and Michael's like, no, but I actually have feelings. And he says a line. It's the weirdest line ever, but I thought it was very funny. And I laughed, but I am also ashamed that I laughed. And the line is this. Michael says, I think of her as a sister, Damon. She's my sister. I care for her. And Damon says, "Mm, right. But I also know your views on incest. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh. No. <laughs> it was a different time. Is was it? Was it even then? I don't think that's a great line. It's, okay. Okay. No. 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 It's not a different time. It's bad porridge. Yeah, that's just bad porridge right there. That's bad porridge. That's bad porridge. <laughs> Anyway, they hear over the radio that connects the dune buggy and the RV, they hear that she's been kidnapped by the doctor. And he talks about how those guys need to come here so they can also escape. Exactly, yeah. And so they they need to head off. But they haven't fixed the RV yet. They need to fix the RV. So they go over to the other tourists, the Mm. racist, um, the uh, the stereotype tourists. (laughs) I was about to say, they're not racist. They might be racist. We don't know. They're only in the film for like two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe maybe he was going over with his daughter, but he's like, here, see, this is white people. They're terrible. They go over to their van, and I think this is the best scare in the movie. It is, for me at least, because they open up the door to, to the RV, and they look in, and there's some blood on, mm. on the floor. Ooh. And they're like, that's a bit creepy. They look inside, there's this doll. Ah, oh, but but there's also a ketchup bottle on the floor. Oh, it's 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 just ketchup. It's just oh, ketchup. No, nothing to be afraid of here. It's just someone spilled some ketchup but the doll that's saying is it the doll saying like mommy? Yeah, the doll has like a voiceover thing. It's like a talking doll. It's very creepy. The doll's like, Mommy! And, like, the suspense builds and builds and builds. And then a corpse falls down with a missing face. Yeah. The face has exploded. It's a pretty good jump scare. Yeah, no, it looks pretty scary. It's a head, it's dead. It looks looks like shredded cheese, but it's his face. Uh, looks like minced meat, but it's his face. It looks like a Neapolitana pizza, but it's a face. <laughs> but it's a face. Shredded, shredded pork, but that's his face. Porridge with red uh, food colouring, but it's a face. But it's a face. Face boy. It's a face. <laughs> that's bad porridge. That's very bad porridge. There's a lot of face porridge in this movie. Oh, God, yeah. People's faces have a bad time <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Anyway, they use parts of the family van to fix the RV and head off to where the people are, and they all team up. So, so they team up with the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Oh, hey, I left the the research for the cure back at the facility or whatever." Hated this, and I was like, "Wait, why did you do that?" Well, yeah, you were just there. You could have picked it up. Yeah, you could have picked that up. 
This seems like a rather large oversight. Yeah. You were there when it wasn't infected with an alien spawn that you created because you infected your colleague. Yeah. And he's like, Michael, you've got to go there by yourself to get this canister that I can make the, the vaccine out of. Yeah, why didn't Damien go with him? Dunno. I mean, Damon's got the gun. He knows how to shoot. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a good, like, that double cop sort of thing. I don't know. It was a weird moment. But this does lead to Michael dressing up like an action hero and driving at full speed down streets, screaming, I'm coming for you, canister, or whatever he does. It's very funny. Yeah. But zombie car is chasing him. Yeah, oh no, but this it's not a van, this is the zombie car. So my one with the villain van, this is the zombie car. <laughs> this is zombie the zombie car. The zombie car, not a, not only is it a zombie car, and he's like, ah, I'm going to eat, yeah, good luck trying to chase me, I'm the best driver in Hollywood, remember guys. <laughs> he says that ten times in this scene. Everyone, everyone knows, best driver in Hollywood, they keep saying it, oh my god. Uh, but... This, this, the car that's chasing him is a souped up car. <laughs> oh, no. Does it have turbo? I think it's got a little bit of turbo. Yes. Yeah, that's what he says. It's like, oh, it's, it's like tricked up. Oh, it's ridiculous. Did you like the car chase? Because it's very bland, but I think that adds to the greatness of how stupid this movie is. Yeah. Because they're just driving through empty streets at night. Yeah, yeah. It was very, it was very dumb. We cut between that and also Damon having a really touching moment where he's like, oh, Michael's my best friend all my life. And then he's like, you know what? When I taught him everything I know, when you guys have babies, it's going to be real weird because I taught him, taught him everything. So when he's teaching them, it's everything I, I taught him. Something like that. Anyway, Michael makes it uh, to the research place. He goes down, he grabs the containment chamber thingy, the th- canister with the stuff to make... The, the cure but there's a creature and 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 he's like this is where he holds the torch yeah this is the torch scene that was dumb uh, i think he was like scared or something you know not on his face though not visibly yeah no, which makes he, it a weird acting choice <laughs> i think he was yeah so anyway he's got a shaky torch he drops his torch but then he hits it with the torch it like bursts out and attack him so he hits it with the torch and then he runs up and he's like, ha ha, you can't climb ladders, idiot. <laughs> he screams that at it, yeah. Yeah, and then I think it starts climbing ladders because he goes, oh shit. And then he starts shooting at it and then slams the lid. I thought that was very funny. That's right, he fires a gun into it and that's what's... Yes. <laughs> that's what sets up the emergency destruct for the entire base. <laughs> yes, which is very funny. Again... This is so bad, it's good. It's very funny. I love how it's only 60 seconds. I've got 60 seconds to get out of this giant facility when the self-destruct goes off. Like, that's a short amount of time. And he spends most of that 60 seconds standing still, looking around for how to get out, until 20 seconds before the base explodes, he's like, I'm going to off-screen clamp up the elevator shaft. (laughs) And then, and then uh, he escapes, and the building explodes. But the the effect is not as spectacular as we've seen in other ones, as it's very clearly a small explosion that they're like making out the using angles to make yeah. it out to be much larger. They have another shot where it's a bit better, but the first shot is not mm. amazing. And then we see some jets taken off, and we're like, oh no, they're gonna blow mm. up the town. <laughs> Because they send off these army jets and they go into yeah destroy the town. So he's got a little bit of time to get back to the base, get back to the RV rather, so that they can make the vaccine. But mm. along the way home, zombie cars back. <laughs> oh yeah, he doesn't jump, and because uh, he's in a doom buggy, it like lands and is all right. But the car goes nose first and crashes the front and explodes. <laughs> anyway, he gets back to the RV. He has a romantic moment with Samantha, and then and then Doctor Tracer. Oh God! He explains how vaccines work while doing it to himself. Yep. He's like vaccines. You gotta put a little bit of the moment of virus inside a horse, and you gotta let it simmer there, and then you take it out and you give it to someone. Now I'm the horse. I'm putting it in myself, and then I'm going to inject you both with my blood from the vaccine. I'm gonna die. And then he runs away. (laughs) He runs off. He's like, I helped you both. You've got the cure. 
I'm gonna run off into the street. Oh, it's the villain van. I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> uh, he then has a change of mind and is like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. That was so dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. And then he and then he got run over. Great. So they make their escape, uh, but they're out of gas. They make the escape just as the bombs start falling and the entire town is decimated. The, the napalm. Ripperune. Yeah. But yeah, they run out of gas and they um and they head to a gas station, right? Yeah, yeah. So they head to a gas station. They 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 have a little chat, they're like, gas, por favor. <laughs> gas. Yep. yep. And the guy's like, oh yeah, gas. So he starts uh he starts um the usual routine, clean up their windows, mm-hmm. get the gas ready. And uh, so uh, Sam's sitting at the front and she smiles at the guy and the guy's like, yeah, yeah. And the guy's, what, what? <laughs> and clutches his chest and we're like, oh no, it keeps going. <laughs> this movie hasn't ended yet. Yeah. He opens up his shirt as you do and is like, oh, my stomach's a rumbling. Mm. You see there's something trying to get out. Except it doesn't come out of his stomach, it comes out of his head. It, we see the effect as he rips open the shirt of it crawling mm-hmm. through his stomach, and then it bursts out of his head. And we see he's like a little stinker. Yeah. He, he plops out. It's like a spider made out of flesh. Yeah, spider, flesh spider, but it's got teeth. It mm. has got, like, spider fangs. It's got, like, a big teethy mouth, and it's on the windscreen. <laughs> and she's like, ah! And the guys are like, ah! What are we gonna do? Gotta do something quick. What do we do? And then I think I think um not Damien, the other one. Yeah, Michael. My Michael turns on the windscreen wipers, <laughs> wipe it off the it thing, off. and then they they drive away. Yeah, it lands under the the wheel, of course, and then they yep. squash it, and then they drive off, and the movie ends. Mm. And no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. The movie still doesn't end. No, it doesn't quite end. They crush it, and then they drive off towards Madrid, a big city. And in the background, we hear the noises that the creatures make, and they get louder and louder, and they multiply. Mm. Does that mean that the guys are infected? Because Damon also starts doing, like, an evil laugh. Yeah. Um, so we see, uh, like, drops of blood. And I think, so earlier on, the guy asked his blood type. Yeah. But he replied with, oh... As in, like, oh, he, he was trying to remember it, and uh, the guy was like, ah, oh, got it. <laughs> so I think he messed up the blood type. And he's actually infected. I did not pick up on that. I, uh, or it's just nonsense, and they're infected anyway, and the cure didn't work, and now they're, they're travelling off to another country while uh, we see the, the car drive off. We hear the sound of more zomba yep. infectors crawling in. And that's Alien Predator. Wasn't a single Predator or Xenomorph in sight. I was disappointed, oldie. No, it was, it was very alien, though. People being infected and then bursting out of, not chests, but heads. heads. You know? I don't know how to rate this, because it's good. Mm. It's very funny. Yeah. And, like, get some mates together, give this a watch, you'll have a fun time. But I don't know if I'm going to give mm. it a goodie. Mm. I think it's. I think it might be an... I don't know, what are you going to rate it? I'll rate it a goodie. Maybe one of us should rate it a goodie, one should rate it an oldie. Alright, it's one of these ones. It's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. It's alright. It's alright for one watch. I wouldn't watch it again. No. I'd watch scenes again, but not the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe I'll rate, I'll rate it a goodie. I'll give it a goodie. Why not? I'll give it an oldie then. Mm. It deserves both. It is an oldie but a goodie. Yep. We'll move on to the add and remove segment where we choose one thing to add, one thing to remove to make the movie better. Uh, so I'll probably um, I'd remove the satellite scene so I don't have to pay for that right at the beginning. <laughs> okay. Um, You're thinking about the budgetary. Yeah. If they went over budget and then they didn't make much money to begin with, I would remove, like, some of the scenes that just took up time. Like, maybe the last end bit. Okay. Uh, except except the gas station scene was really good. Yeah. It was a really good scene. Uh, maybe, maybe Trace of Dying. Maybe I'd remove that bit entirely because it was very dumb. It is very dumb. And then uh, they do the vaccine bit. Then they go to the station. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd remove his death. It was very dumb. And then I would make... Oh, I would make Damien go with uh, Mike for the thing. Yeah, of course. Because that makes more sense. 
I like that idea. I think I might just remove that. Uh, I like that sequence though because of the self destruct. So I think I, I no, I'll leave. No, no, that no, in. no, no. You gotta keep um, that whole scene. That's that's why I wasn't gonna say like you know, uh, Tracer remembered to pick up the vaccine. Yeah. With them. Oh, there's two things I want to add. One of them is more of the alien. I want to see more of it, but that's not the thing I want to add. The big thing I want to add mm. is more. It is more creepy waitress. I want creepy waitress. I wanted to be behind the wheel of zombie car. Oh yeah, they could have. Oh, they absolutely could have done that. Where there's just one scene where they show who's driving the car, and it's the crazy way. That yeah. would have been cool. Yeah, I would have liked that. Yeah, because um, because then she's the one that flips and blows up, and you're like, that's what happened to the creepy waitress. So yeah, I, I want to add in more creepy waitress because that was very fun. And then remove. You know what? Let's remove the sexual harassment. Yeah, let's let's make uh, Sam have some like good lines yeah. and character. Let's remove all of that badness. All right. Okay. Next segment is the checklist segment. Ah, yes, the checklist segment, which we definitely remembered to record. Yes, it's not two weeks after we recorded the episode, and we're now remembering that we forgot <laughs> to do the checklist for Alien Predator. Yeah. Yep. I was I was gonna mention that bit. I was gonna say like maybe just after the episode recorded, we went, oh, we forgot to do this bit, and 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 then r- recorded it. That no, no, okay, you gotta mention the little weak gap we had. <laughs> okay, this is this is the segment where we've got a checklist of tropes from movies from this year. We're gonna go through them, see uh, if Alien Predator lines up to any of them. Number one, of course, it's bad porridge. Bad porridge, yes. This this was really bad porridge. Mm. Like the the big zit thing, the tumor. Oh yeah, gross. Which he sliced open and it gooed everywhere. That's bad porridge. That is a bad That's porridge. Bad porridge. All those scenes where aliens burst out of skulls. Yes. Bad porridge. You can, you don't want that in your porridge. If you put if you put some of that that alien goop in your porridge, that's <sighs> going to give you alien cancer thing. It will. Which will kill you. And that's bad porridge. Exactly. Love triangle, bad porridge. Bringing along a character just so that she can do your laundry, that's bad porridge. That's bad porridge. Uh, Speaking of bad porridge, dumb Mm -hmm. characters. That's another check, I think. Dumb characters all in this movie. Yes. Is there a smart character in this movie? There's a doctor, but he's dumb. No, he's dumb. (laughs) He's very specifically dumb because he leaves stuff at the the science lab that he should have brought with him. He's a big dumb doctor. Don't like him, quite frankly. (laughs) Wow. This one is quite funny. Bad guys from foreign country. Yeah, they're from space. Yeah, yeah. And that's the most (laughs) foreign country of all, if you think about it. Uh, All the good guys live. Now, this is a tough one, because technically, the three Mm. that we started off the movie with, they all live. Dr. Tracer dies, though. Yeah, but I'd say he's a bad guy. Oh, okay. He's a bad guy. How is he a bad guy? Uh, Because he's bad. Oh. At his job. Agreed. This is terrible. It's really not very good. He's not a horse. Why why you stab yourself with it? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. One of the other things on the checklist is good guy sacrifices himself. Yeah, no, no, no. That's absolutely a sacrifice. That was the whole point. Was there a power outage in this movie? Like a generator going off? Yes. Wait. I don't think there was. Was there? The RV broke. That doesn't really count, though. That, no, that absolutely counts. Because... The power turns off. Also, the facility explodes. Yes. And if it explodes, it doesn't have any more power. That's true. It counts because the vehicle is a mobile home. It is. And homes can lose power. Yeah. Cars breaking down mm. should probably be another trope. Alright, I'll add it. Car breaks down. Yeah, car breaks down or crashes. Stops working? I guess stops working. Stopped working. Covers all of those. The female lead falls in love with male lead, obviously, yes. Female character is in distress, yes, that happens. Two big checks there. Dead animals, boy, is there dead animals. Mm. So many. Yes, yes. No, I think we talked about this earlier. But Yes, um, earlier today when we recorded this episode. Earlier today when we recorded this. That cow was more alive at the start of this movie than it was at the end. It's a dead cow. It's a dead cow. There's dogs. Some dogs die. They get dragged into the cow. Uh-huh. Um, and then finally is a ripoff of other famous movies. We picked the movie 
because the title will trick people into clicking it. Yes. So, yep. Uh, otherwise, the movie's pretty original, so I'll give it that. Yes. It was, yeah, it was so bad. I, I quite like this movie. All right, we've added Car Breaks Down. Any other uh, tropes to add in this film? I don't think so. No, no, no. I think we're good for tropes. I think we're good for it. All right, then we'll move on. So now, it is time for River River It's Raving Reviews. <laughs> Um, so it's the, it's the part of the show where um, I uh, get some reviews for the movie we watched from Rotten Tomatoes. The audience ones are the only ones that matters. He has to guess the score. I'll tell him what they said. Let's do it. That's how it works. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. So it's what, Wanda? It's like Wanda, but it's yellow. <laughs> okay. Um, Alien Predator was not as creepy as I thought. Mm. There were a lot of uh, lol moments. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that Dennis Christopher played good guy roles. That sounds like a middle of the road. I'm going to go 2.5. It's a 4 out of 5. Oh, okay. Positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What about this one? Uh, by Film Grinder. Oh, oh, oh. 77%. Things worthy of mention. The dog eating a dead cow mm. till the cow gets hungry. Mm-hmm. The infected neck. Yep. The size of a soccer ball. And the little critter popping out of the dude's face. They were all good moments. They were all great moments. I think those were the best moments. 3.5? Or 3... I'm going to go 3.5. You're going to go 3.5? Yes. It's a 3.5! It is 3.5. There we go. I got it right. Well, it was 77%. We have Rule. He says, I accidentally got this movie instead of the proper Predator. (laughs) Worst acting, directing, special effects I've ever seen. Nothing was right with this. It is one of those movies that, yeah, that kind of tricks you into it. Even though this was before Predator. This came out before Predator. I'm going to say one. Uh, It's 0.5. And then we have John. He says, inexcusably, exhaustively bad. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. That might be the one, though. But I'll, I'll go 0.5 and be wrong. Hey, it's 0.5! You're right! There you go. I thought I thought you might think that this one was actually 1 instead of 0.5. Yeah. Yeah. But you got it. Let's wrap this one up. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And if you like the show, you can help out by joining the Dead Dad Club on Patreon for $5 a month or some of the other tiers that are a bit higher up if you want to get the bonus episode of the never-ending story to uh, the next chapter is the full name, I believe. What's the second bonus episode we're going to be doing, Zach? So we're going to be doing something cop, whatever it's called. Uh, Police Academy, number two, because we've we've seen the first one. We're going to see the fourth one later on this year, spoiler alert. Yeah, for the main show. And maybe we'll do three. Well, one of us will have to do three. Yeah, we might make that a bonus episode. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Although it could be funny you having no context of three, (laughs) but you know one and two. That could be funny. Yeah, yeah, I think that could be funny, so we might do that. And then you go back to three like a month later? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, the link is in the de- the description, oldiebuddygoodypod, um, on patreon.com. If you do like the show, other ways to help out, tell a friend. Be like, friend, do you like dead chickens? Your friend will be like... What? And then you recommend them the show. Uh, we're on Instagram. <laughs> if you want to jump there, there's some fun clips yep. from episodes. Every now and then, Zach does some uh, some Photoshop work, which is exciting. Yep. I buy my shirt. Uh, what? And uh, I think that's about it. Buy your shirt. Okay. Anyway, links to everything in the description. Zach, pick next week's episode. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what options we got? you got to tell me the options. got to tell me what, what to pick. If you don't tell me what to pick, I don't know what, what movie's going to be next week, even though we picked them all in advance. Never mind. Keep what? Going. No, we don't. Buy my shirt. Uh, your choices for next week. You've got City of Fire. That sounds like a bad city. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a hot place. <laughs> sounds sounds like very dangerous. Uh, it's it's an, another Hong Kong martial arts movie, but this one's a crime film, and it inspired Ooh. Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. You've also got The Good Father. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not The Godfather. The Good Father. That movie's about Anthony Hopkins. He's angry about his divorce, so he decides to help another divorced guy try and get his son back. Uh, Stephen Fry's in it. Well, it's it's one of his first ever movies. Good old Stephen Fry. I love Stephen Fry. You've got Mannequin, a retelling of the classic Greek myth. A guy falls in love with the mannequin, and then it comes to life, but only he can see it. Ah, right. It's a mannequin, and it's an 80s rom-com, so it's going to be... Garbage. 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 (laughs) Correct. It's going to be...
Yes, Timmy, garbage. That's right. A plus. <laughs> You've got Sweet Revenge. A newscaster is sold into white slavery, so an action hero is like, I've got to save her. Alright. And finally, over the top, Sylvester Stallone is a trucker who has to become an arm wrestling champion to win back his son. <laughs> these are some wild options that you've got. Yeah, no, these are some wild... He has to become an arm wrestler? Yeah! Like the competitive arm wrestling? Yeah, competitive arm wrestling. Let's do that one. Our track record with Sylvester Stallone movies are very... Very bad. You sure? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm doing this one because because okay. we need we need more of that Stallone. We need to see what he's best at. Being <laughs> being big, big, strong man. I feel like I feel like he could bring it back. You know. All right. He's not singing in this one, right? No, no singing. Although I can't exactly. guarantee that there's no singing, oh, but I'm pretty sure there's no singing. So then we'll do this one. Don't get angry at me if he does sing a song. I will. He is a trucker. I'll personally blame you. Oh, no. Let's end the episode with the best quote, then. Uh, my one is, I'm so hungry, I could eat a... Mine is, I just think of her as a little sister, Damon. Yeah, right, that's okay, but I know your thoughts about incest, so woohoo! A little bit... <laughs> oh. Ooh. I think I made that quote worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you added a bit of a woo <laughs> at the end there. It really, really didn't want to be in there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.